I need to find my spaceship. What? are too damn far away. That is true. That's like a good, what, three feet off the side of the track? At least. And that's like three inches? Yeah. That, yeah. Well, that's Macau. What do you expect? Right. Anyway. Oh, welcome to episode, we'll call it 27. Oh, whatever. We'll figure it out later. Just to be quick. Cr- because we had 25 and a half. Yeah, just to keep it chronology, chrono- chronologically, correct. chronologically correct in the playlist. That? Yes. So, Use your words, Chris. I can't speak. <laughs> what else is new? But yep. welcome to episode 27. This is Wingman's Garage. I am Chris the Wingman. What? Yes, Go, you. you. This is Tyler the Hooligan. Daniel the track rat this time. He's not so sweaty this time. No, too. I'm definitely Good, not. Because he smells sweaty. better. I do smell a lot better than the last time we recorded. And it was bad. Of course, it was really hot that day. It was really hot. And I was working way too hard. Of course, it was unusually hot today. It's always too. It's been unusually hot for right. There's supposed to be some rain coming through tomorrow, and it's supposed to drop everything down, but we'll see. And speaking of hot, on the other side of the computer, on the couch, the Rachel. Hey. <laughs> we have to keep her, we hey have to girl, compliment hey. her right at the beginning. Hey. That way she doesn't get over here and smack us for whatever we say. No, that's why we put Tyler between that's us. That's right, I forgot. Because, <laughs> you know, any smackage goes directly to this one. That's right, I forgot about that. I take the brunt of the abuse. <laughs> yeah, from both sides. From both sides. Whoa. He swings both ways sometimes. <laughs> He's like a fence. Fences <laughs> don't move. Anyway, ways. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyways, about that. So, uh, yes, welcome back. Uh, we got a little bit to talk about. Been an bit. interesting week it's or two since the last of, podcast episode. About two weeks. Yeah, it's been again. Life always happens when we try and record. Yes, and luckily, so, life continues. Yes, after luckily, some on, of that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and jump into that first? Sure. Right. Um, if you haven't followed around, or if you don't know know me personally. Um, I was uh, recently involved in a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine. A little yeah. bruised up. Uh, you were fine. Thirteen's a little dinged up too, yeah. and it was a costly repair. Um, but she is in the process of being revived, better, faster, stronger. Um, he almost didn't take my advice. Yeah, almost didn't take my advice. Yeah, almost. 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 I talked him into it. But uh. uh Long story short, it was just uh, stupidity on the interstate. Um, again, people not looking out for those of us who are riding. But it really wasn't even stupidity on your part, though. No, no. It was, I had a, a guy in a truck um, move over on me from the right lane, pushed me off into the left lane. And uh, as I do that, everybody came to a complete stop, except for the other idiot behind me, who uh, I swear he must have been doing all 80 or 90 miles an hour. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't stopping for anybody. Um, I swerved off to the left shoulder and grabbed a big handful of brake and prayed for the best as uh, I got close to the wall and the lady in front of me. And uh, pretty much just locked up the front wheel and went down. And, down she went. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Again, completely uninjured with the exception of, you know, bruises. 
Uh, very lucky that uh, it wasn't any worse. And I was texting you right after it happened, right? Yeah. Were we talking like right after it happened? Yeah, you and uh, the owner of the shop. Yeah. Uh, also asking me about where a helmet was. <laughs> uh, all the meanwhile, I'm trying to pry my shift lever out of the uh, the stator cover so I can see if the bike even ran. Yeah, it was that was a weird because I was texting you, and I was like, he's got to be on his way home. And then you start texting me, I'm like, all right, cool, we'll talk. And then all of a sudden, you told me what happened. I went, wait, what? What? Did you, what? No. What? You all right? You need, like, literally, I was like, okay, do you need me? I can go get the trailer. I can get a truck. What What do you need right now? Well, if 13 so. didn't start, that was probably was about to happen. Yeah. Like, uh, I would have gone, we could have, we would have called Dallas, like, hey, I'm coming to get the truck. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, she was, uh, she's rideable. Yeah, you rode her home. Yeah, I rode her home, all 60 miles home. Um, broke the left hand guard, uh, bent the handlebar. Well, you were gonna change uh, anyway. Cracked the fairings, scratched up the uh, the exhaust. Luckily, no frame damage outside of a bent steering stop, which I only discovered yesterday. That's uh, not that hard to do, though. That's no, I've that, just, just got to pry it back out very gently. Yeah. Um, Heat it up a little bit, so kind of slow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had all my gear on, so uh, I managed to get away without any road rash. Yep. Um, How's the helmet and everything? Oh, uh, helmet! The ground? Helmet very lightly tapped the ground. Okay. Um, I can see a, a light scrape on the back. It didn't go down to the shell. No. Okay, so no. it passed tech. It, yes. Um, but you know, for safety's sake, uh, yeah. may or may not wear it again. That was um, the Raiden, wasn't it? Yep, it was the icon, the variant. But uh, it did its job. Uh, the Icon primary jacket I wore did very a very good job of protecting me. The D three O armor did well. Um, the bullet jeans, fantastic. Good. All right. Fantastic. Because cool. um, I don't, I haven't tested them yet, and I really don't want to. Yeah. So no. <laughs> the less we have to test these things in its actual intention, the better. Um. But yeah, the bike was on my left leg. Yeah. Um. And really, the only thing you can see uh, any existence of what happened is where the chain was up against the back of my, my calf. Ugh. And it, all it is is just chain loop. Oh, that's good. At least it's just chain loop and it's not... See, even they're excited about see, how yeah, they are works. excited. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I was wearing my TCX boots, which yeah. uh, I thought I'm going to broke my big toe, <coughs> but uh, it's not. Uh, the boots did well. Okay. And uh, it's all I can say is wear your gear. It, yeah. it helps a lot. Because the last time I went down, I was on the BMW. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I was in everything I owned, pretty much. I didn't have the bullets yet, but it was everything I could. The only way I could have been safer was putting my race suit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was fine. I got got up and mad, yelled, screamed, kicked. Anyway, but yeah, because I get, went down to my guy Martin as well. I was like, oh, oh. no, don't, if I yeah. I slid and I got up, I was like, if I scratch this helmet, I'm gonna be pissed. The team is gonna kill me. <laughs> but anyway, no, I I was yeah. good, luckily, and yeah, he's good. So yeah. But uh, one thing I definitely learned about Ducatis is the Ducati tax is a real Yes, thing. it is. I told you. So, uh, again, all cosmetics. Rachel seems confused about Ducati tax. I, I, did you say tax? Tax. T-A-X. Yes. yes. T-A-X. Ducati tax. Yeah. So, again, all cosmetic with the exception of the, the handlebar and the left uh, and the pipe. Uh, handguard. Again, the pipe was cosmetic. It was scratched. Yeah, well. um, you wanted to change that anyway. So it was just yeah, I did. But... 
they almost totaled her. They over did that. almost total. Uh, in total, parts alone was close to $5,800. And had I realized that the right fairing was cracked also, it would have been well over six. So, yeah, she'd have been gone. Oh, they had already intended on totaling her. See, um, you and I already had this conversation. What oh, yeah. could have happened if she totaled? Oh, yeah, we had this conversation. We had a very, it was. I had 50, narrowed 50. it down to two bikes. 50 50. If I had to re- replace 13. It came down between an S1000R or a yep. Multistrada 1200, and those were my yeah. only choices. I just actually, there's the, in one of the PVs I just picked up the other day, there's a guy that's done a Multistrada that I will actually say it looks pretty good. But I, I'll bring that next time I, Next time uh, we hang out. I still, see that. I still want a Multi, but I thought You're about You're too young for a Multi. Never too young for a Multi. You are too young for a Multi. No. A Multistrada is for the dude who wants a BMW GS that dress, dresses better. But I don't want a, multi, uh, a BMW. You don't. That's what I'm GS. saying. I don't you, want a GS. A GS. A multi is for a guy that rides it that wants a GS but dresses better, buys more expensive jeans. That's what it. That's what a multi is. Like the bullets. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a multi That's who a multi is. Yeah. For. But again, I also looked at a Tuono RSV4. I thought about that, especially with the tasty APRC package. Yeah. If you'd have done that, I'd have been pissed. Because I'd have been like, no, you cannot have a bike that's faster than me. But you know what actually killed me on the Tuono and made what? me sway more towards the S1000? I'll be honest. Huh. Electronic suspension. Yep, there we go. Because that's what I like about the Multistrada also. Yeah. One of the many things. Yeah. But. And, you know, the 28 miles per gallon kind of sucked. Well, dude. Considering BMW, that 13 get, already gets worse mileage than just about anything else I own. <laughs> I get something like 150 to a tank. Yeah, It's a four-gallon yeah. tank, so that's pretty decent. Hey. I actually 3.6 I get usually right at 120 miles. That's not bad. I rode home that night. When I left the shop to go home, yeah. I told myself I'm going to make it about 10 miles up the road. I'm going to stop and get gas mm-hmm. so I can make it home. Yeah. Never did that. You forgot to get gas, didn't you? I made it all the way home. Huh. And when I took the fuel tank off yesterday, I think I bought maybe half a gallon of it puked out. Oh, well. So, and I'm sure there's still some left in the tank. Yeah. But once we get it all back together and everything, oh yeah, and we're gonna <laughs> get the suspension. We're gonna get. Did you set aside money for suspension? No, I, I don't have enough money for suspension. Or just get it set up. It just needs to be dialed in because honestly, yeah. the suspension on that bike is probably one of the best I've had. Okay, um, we just gotta get it. They've in. never been considered to be slacky. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of fun, tasty bits that should yes. be sitting on my porch tomorrow. Um, if I wasn't working all weekend, I'd be like, hey, guess what? Let's come thrash. Right. But I'm working the World Endurance Race. Gotcha. All weekend. Yes. World Racing League Endurance Race. So I I talked about it a few times about getting that six-gallon tank that uh, California Cycle Works makes. Unfortunately and fortunately, I've decided not to do it. Yeah. Uh, my fuel light actually came on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it still works. Yeah. Um. See, the problem with those tanks is cause when you mentioned doing that, I asked Justin, the, my Ducati tech buddy, he was like, yeah, you don't want to do that because it makes it really top heavy and it makes the, it just weights the bike weird. Of course, you know, you just right. fill it halfway and it's the same well, thing. Well, then it's the same thing, but then why did you just spend the money on a six-gallon tank if you're going to do that? Well, if you're going to go and thrash it, you but know, you don't want on track. But at the same time, part of that was part of the reason why I didn't buy it. The other fact was they come with pod filters, yeah, which is fine. Actually, I wanted to get rid of the airbox in the first yeah. place to so something more free flowing, because the uh, hyper motard and even the monster, their airboxes suck. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Ducati actually came out and said that 
they reduced the size of the air box to the point where the power loss was acceptable. <laughs> so yeah, that says a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just pull the pull the damn air box off and just well, put two foam unis on it. Well, here's what I did though. I actually ended up going with the MWR okay. air filter, yeah, the I mean, high efficiency, yeah. which cuts the air box in half and lays a big old filter over the top. Cool. And uh, it's supposed to work as good as the Ducati Performance uh, Velocity Stacks. So. We shall see. Now, riding in the rain is going to suck. Yeah. That's why it's like not going to happen. That's why I told you, you're going to commute on the Busa and use the Hyper for thrashing. Yes. Uh, so far, I've been riding it. Well, yeah. She still <laughs> on it. Okay. Okay. Keep it in the family. <laughs> well, I, I should have texted Daniel my my pictures. I'll have to send those to him. My um, my KZ 750 brainstorms. Uh oh, yes, you need to send me those. That way, I can sit there and say yes, it's a good idea, or no, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know that part. So well, yeah, that's, excuse me. No, this hey is now. a bad idea. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm gonna rake the front end out and put like a 26 inch front wheel on I'm it. Kick you in the teeth. And a four foot tall sissy bar with no pads. Absolutely. I'm gonna kick you in the teeth. And if someone wants to ride on the back, that's what they make them little suction cup seats for. <laughs> Just a suction cup. Rachel's no face seat. on that was the best part of that whole thing. <laughs> 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 but no, for, but seriously, uh, what are you actually doing? Really I'm going for a retro mod. I don't know how I don't know how to call this other than um, a retro mod. Cafe Tracker. So basically, what I'm looking to do is... So you're going to put... A cross between a Cafe Racer and, a, and kind of a Street Tracker look. Okay. But I'm, 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 I'm going to modernize the bike. Hang on. But uh, this is... Okay. This is my only question. Mm-hmm. Because a Tracker and a Street and a Cafe bike are two completely different ends of the spectrum. And I get why you're doing that, because they both look fantastic. The only issue is tracker is incredibly short wheelbase wise the cafe bike's a little bit longer if you put clip-ons on a really short bike you had an xb12 how did that go um <laughs> that's why we're going with uh we're keeping the handlebars okay gotcha so you're look this this is what you, this is what i'm gonna tell you say tell you to do with it tracker it or do a desert sled with it like an old school desert racer? Oh, yeah. Desert sled. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. That tank... Minus those bars. Well, yeah, those bars and the grips need to be changed. But, um, yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's... Is that the original tank? If you swipe right or left, you should see some of the other ideas. I that, like... pulling a lot of my inspiration. I, I'm, trust me, I will, not, I will not look down on either one of them. <laughs> I might look down on him. Well, it'll be a little weird because this is stuff I've sent to you, so... Oh, yeah. God. Um, I'm digging that. I like the tail on that. That's what you. That's what I would go with. With maybe that, a different, little bit different loop on the back. But we'll put these pictures up on Facebook so everybody can see what we're talking about. Yeah, but <laughs> They might ban them, though. Depending <laughs> on what we're putting up there. Um, but, yeah, put those... Put those up there so that way we can see what we're talking. Because that brown one looked good. I like the color on that, too. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the root beer. The, um, the website that I actually found all of these on was, what was it called? The Bike Shed, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. 
and kind of, you know, it looks like something you or I have created. together, yeah. But they do some great articles on some custom pieces, and, and these, these are just, this was just a, a search for KZs, KZs on the bike, uh, or on the site. Um, bike Exif has a thing where they did, like, the top five KZs. Yes, and one of them was a true scrambler. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, check that one out, too. Look at Bike Exif. They might have some cool stuff up there, too. Um, so I think it's one of those things I, I know where I'm pulling my inspiration I kind of have an idea in my head um, but I think a lot of it will turn into just it'll take its direction as we go yeah it's one of those where we're going to go north but it might go yeah. to northeast I, I may bend out something and, yeah. and, and put something on it and then be like no that's not going to work and cut it back off and yeah do well that's what so. makes it your own you know you, you need to add your own touches to this well the biggest thing I do want to do is I want to get a couple. Uh, I can't afford Penske's, but I'd like to get a couple modernized shocks for the back of that thing. Check out Hagen, H-A-G-O-N. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, they're the ways to go. Or just find you, dude. Wait a minute. Hang on. Stop. Time out for those of us playing the home game. Find 08, 07 to 09 ZX6. Find two rear shocks that nobody's using that's mm-hmm. like. Get two because those are fully adjustable. Piggyback, screw it, do that. Soften them up a bit. Soften so them they up, can work with, with yeah. Other. Soften them up and then put some fork springs or something in the front. And you're done. Yeah, do that. Don't no. Find you some no. Do or that. go with a full swap for the front end. That's what I'd like. C spec bolt or R spec bolt. Yeah, R spec bolt for suspension. If you can get it cheap, if you can find a way to get one that's wrecked or somebody's used it, yep. got rid of them. Mm-hmm. R spec bolt. Yep. Four by two R six rear shots. Yeah. Or find you somebody's thought that mm-hmm. we're aboard. See if somebody's got some stuff. Also, stick with the ZX6 yeah. just so you have Kawasaki all the way. Mm-hmm. Don't matter. But yeah, find you some good. Find you a good. Like, heck, I've got a. That's on the on the my silver SV. I've got an 08 GSXR 600 shock on that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really do what it should, but because it just didn't. It's not long enough. But I still yeah. think it would be kind of cool when I get done with everything to um, do some custom tubing on the front and run like a little three psi turbo on the front of it. Huh. Just uh, enough to make it a little more fun without blowing the, the heads Christ. off the top of it. No, mm. that's too much work. At that point, let's go find you a KZ1000 Turbo. <laughs> Actually, there was the, the guy in the country mm. used to live up in Gallatin for those things. He yeah. Away a couple years ago. Uh, a couple years ago? Yeah. He wasn't the one that Hot Shot performed? No. Yeah, that was Hot Shot. That was him. That was just recently on the yeah. H2 with the Vulture. Oh, yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah it was recently, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I'm going to bring Misfits up here for a second. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because they were just talking about the guy with the uh, the guy that I'm kind of funny. GPZ, no GPZ. Yeah, it was a GPZ. Turbo. GPZ Turbo. Yeah, yeah. He was actually the guy that they're talking about was a customer of mine when I was running at, when I was at Castle. Wow. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. And I went, oh my god, I hadn't heard from him in years. Right. It's kind of weird how it all tied in yeah, together. That was weird. Not but, your burp. It was okay. That was. I give that a seven and a half. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so anyway, big plans for that. Can't wait for this. See you do it, and kind of like that Ninja 250 that I've still got sitting Jesus. in my garage <laughs> that needs to go away so that we can get a Virago to yeah, rat the shit out of. I still gotta go pick up an SV. Yes, you do, and then we got that build. Yeah, so, I've got the idea. I got the suspension build that I'm gonna do. Nice. And I'm gonna do. I've got to figure out what we're gonna do title wise because if Tina can't touch, then that's gotta be the race bike. So, but if Tina can touch, that means I'm not at my, I'm not at three bikes. Adjustable suspension. I'm at two. Suspension links. 
and then cheese it too. So I have room for two more. There you go. And she has room for two more because our limits is our limit between the two of us is four. Is eight. I can have four. She can have four. Okay. That's our limit. That's fair enough, I suppose. Yeah. Plus one. But so. Four apiece? I'd be fine with five apiece. Okay, you can have one out of seven. Plus one. Anyway, but so we'll do the race bike or whatever, and then I think I'm going to wrap that one and split the, like the ra- the dazzle down the yeah. ammo and do what we were talking about with my bike. Mm-hmm. Do a Snoopy versus the Red Baron on my bike. Cause <laughs> my bike's the Red Baron. Is. There you put go. Red Baron stuff on it and put Snoopy on the tail section. <laughs> I'm so down for that. Still need to get one to put on the back of your helmet somewhere. You're not putting a Snoopy decal on the Guy Martin helmet. Yes, not gonna happen. You are no, because it's it is not. now your helmet. I don't care. I'm not gonna do it. No. If I was still wearing that flat black belt, we'd be talking about it all day. But I'm you not still wearing have it. it, don't you? I do still have okay. it, but I'm not wearing all that often. Anyway. Uh, um so But yeah, so that's coming up. It build, is coming. The build is coming. Uh, the build, I can't wait. Yeah, I need to get back coming. on the bike. At least I did go for a ride. Yeah, you did go ride this weekend. Oh. I didn't get a chance to because I was working. Yeah. Now, uh, kind of leads me to the next thing. There's definitely a, a difference in the riding cultures depending on what type of bike you ride. And uh, it came, it was really evident this week. And for those of us who are playing along, thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah. And another news, salt is salty. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> Sometimes it tastes like spuds. Anyway. But so apparently, Chris, you went and rode with who again? Yeah, we went and rode with a group of really nice Harley people. They do exist, I promise. Plus, it's not you know, whether they're not nice people or anything. It just depends on you know where they're going. Yeah, and again, you know, the, the biggest difference is you get on a group with a group of sport bike riders, and you go down the road, and you know everyone's in formation, going going on the highways and the long straights. The road gets twisty. You spread out, you follow your lines through. Go single, you go single yep, file. Single file, you follow your own line through the curves. And you come out, and when you get back into the straights, you form up again. Alright? Gives you plenty of room to move back and forth across the road. You can choose where the turning point is and where you come out. You've got room to brake if you need to. You've got room to accelerate if you need to. A couple bike lengths back, a couple bike yep. lengths in front. Uh, Harley riders. Well, let's rephrase this. Let's not say Harley riders. The riders you were riding with. Yes. Well, they are Harley riders. True to the bone. Riders that they were happened to be riding Harleys. No, they were died in the wool Harley. Anyway, you know what I mean. Yes. But. I'm trying to be politically correct. I'm not. We offend somebody, we offend somebody. Um. They are definitely all about riding in formation. Definitely all about making sure that everyone's where they're supposed to be. Yep. Which is cool. Hey, especially when you're doing those long, straight rides and you sit there in formation. You've got, you know where everybody's at. But then when you get through those curves, if it's a 55 mile per hour curve and you slow down to 25 so you can maintain your formation with wheel to wheel, that shit scares me to death. I don't, no, I'm out. Yeah, like there were several times I thought someone was going to get rear-ended or someone was going to go down because there was a lot of brake action going on there. Doing 25 miles an hour miles an hour around a right-hand curve 
a 55, it's supposed to be a 55 mile per hour curve. No, that, you can't, I, that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Again, nice people. Great ride. Beautiful road they took us on. Yeah, it looked like it was a pretty ride. But, oh, yeah, you don't need to break through a curve when you're doing 25 miles an hour. That, that, you're asking to get, you're asking to tuck the front. Yeah. Just because you don't have the proper amount of pressure on the front end to keep it up. Yeah. That's, that. Of course, the fu- funny thing was, I actually had one of the guys come up to me and he's like, "Man, you keep your bike rev that high?" I'm like, "What? At five thousand RPM?" Yeah. So, yeah, that's high. That's that's oh, about hey. red line on my bike. Well, it's this one does seventeen thousand. Yeah. <laughs> or are you on the? CBR? I was on the CBR. See that it's. I mean, it's a difference in culture, and again, there's nothing wrong with that except for the safety aspect. Yeah. Which well, is what like, got me more than anything. When they came out with the V rod and they were like, a Harley doing ten thousand RPM. It's like, yeah, us over in the Japanese world, we've been doing that since, like, 1979. See, I love, my, my favorite thing is, it's like, Harleys don't usually come with a tag. Right. Yes, yeah. you can count when the pistons hit. <laughs> but it, in all honesty, I mean, it's it's just two different cultures, riding cultures. Yeah. I've ridden with both, and I mean, I enjoy riding with both. I've ridden both. Mm-hmm. Now, like, that being said, I've also ridden with other Harley riders oh, that, yeah. that drag their floorboards I've like, ridden with some Harley like a knee. on ultras that are pretty that will embarrass some sport bike riders right yeah, I've seen a couple of them out there that you would swear that they actually don't put their wheels on the ground around the turn that they're yeah. just on their floorboard yeah <laughs> it's, they're, they're scraping everything but right yeah and again you ride your own ride and I don't say that, I think there's anything wrong with no. whichever way you choose uh, just give yourselves more space in the corners guys yeah. that that just scares me more than anything yeah that's but, uh, yeah yeah, and of course, then again, you got the opposite spectrum there, where it's the uh, the guys who are riding in formation, with wheels in the air, and you know. Well, it's <laughs> ooh, a motard. But uh, well, then you get you know guys like me who are used to running five and six inches apart from each other in a corner. Well, <laughs> but it's just that that you trust, you know everybody, and you trust them. Right, so. yeah, and you also don't usually do that on the street. No. Yeah. Well, I still get a little weird no, about being usually. real close to people on a sport bike, but. You suddenly put a pair of handlebars under it, and I'll lock elbows with you. Oh yeah, well, I mean on your bike, if you if you whenever you guys actually do come to a track day, which both of you are coming in April up to Bowling Green. I know I keep saying April Bowling Green is a bad beginner track, but I'm going to get a track. you. It's a track, and we'll get you out there just to get your feet wet. And then we'll go down a little tally that way you guys can learn. Yep. But it's now that you've seen it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want out. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I was trying to put you in the mindset of doing that with the hyper, get everything going, put some slicks on it, and come play. But anyway, but yes, I give Kirby his tire warmers back. Crap, <laughs> still get those sitting in a little. Were those his? Yeah, those oh, were his. I thought you had your. No, 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 I don't. No, 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 I don't have any mine yet. Gotcha. Can't afford them right now. Well, gotcha. since we're talking about track, yeah, Dolby won Sunday finally. <laughs> No it crashing. A, it was a good day for Ducati Sunday, it Saturday was. and Sunday, because Chaz did the double at Doha, and Doby won with Sepang. So, good for them. I'm excited for them. I'm glad that Panigale's finally coming through. Obviously, Chaz has oh, done yeah. a lot of winning on the on the Ducks in the past, yeah. but to see Andre I was finally really get a win, that, that, he's a great rider. And, you know, especially for somebody that's stuck by Ducati and they've dealt with the, the, the crappy bike. Oh, yeah. And then they've gotten to this new bike that's a lot, way, way, way better. And uh, 
you know, to finally get rewarded for that. I mean, obviously, he's like anybody else who wants a championship, yeah. but to at least get a win, because, I mean, you right. think of how many people, be it motocross or GP yeah. or... Mm-hmm. Last uh, time he won was 2009. Right. Yeah. But how many of them never even touched the podium yeah. in the first place? Yeah. Well, the problem with... The thing that, with Dovey, he's been, he was fantastic on that Repsol fight. Everybody forgets he was on Repsol Honda for a while. He was good. He got the... Sh- he got... He got rocked with him because, well, Marco got Marco passed. We lost Marco. Right. And then, because he was, honestly, he if Marco was still alive, Marquez would not be on the Repsol. If he might, it'd be Marco and Mark. Right. Which would be kind of weird to say. But it's one of those things where Dovey just kind of got the wrong end of the deal when Mark came up. And he, got the, he had the Ducati ride. And it just... He put the hard miles in. He put the hard time in to get it right. Mm-hmm. And then when they got Gigi from Aprilia, and they figured out, hey, that's we don't know. This is not the way you need to do this. And it started coming good. I'm happy for him. I really am happy for him. He's a hell of a rider. Hell of a rider. I still got to figure out how I'm going to deal with next season. Oh, when you're on the bike? We're going to have a winning rider, a, a very capable winning rider. And I want to see Ducati get the championship, but I still don't know how I feel about Jorge I being a rider. I will mm. never after the after the fit that he threw against Rossi at the pass that he Rossi put on him in somewhere this year when it was just a normal block pass, and he started. Oh, it was if I hadn't picked up the bike, we would have touched. Yeah, well, you know what? You also punted somebody into the gravel in Catalonia. <laughs> right. So don't start this with me. It's just, it, it's almost like you have to, if you're going to pass, you're going to pass him, you have to call him in three days in advance to reserve the space. That's one thing I, I still I just, love about watching motocross. Just, you don't, you know, out there, man, I mean, it's all but throwing punches at each other. It's while not even recording. that. I like watching, I mean, I just like watching a good battle. You can have a good battle on a GP track, oh, yeah. GP race, or a Super World Superbike race, or a, you know, a, a road race in general. But you can't have one guy that doesn't that is gonna sit there and throw a fit and complain mm-hmm. about somebody riding racing you hard when the other guy's just sitting there going, "Are you kidding me right now?" This is what we do. Yeah, and it's like when it's when him and Marco had the little spat back in 2011, and there he was like, and Marco and he was like, Lorenzo goes. Oh, this is this, this is a bad idea. You, you know, something. You know, they'll do something. It's like okay, Marco goes. I'll do, they'll just arrest me when I show up. Then, really, really. Yeah. It's like grow, grow up, dude. Right. You're racing motorcycles. Yeah. Go, like every time I see this, I'm like, go get on a flat track bike. Mm-hmm. Go out to Springfield and go pitch <laughs> one sideways at 140 when you're five wide right. and you're three inches from each other. Right. Come holler at me then. And then you you'll got see everyone why, else's why. dirt flying in yeah. your face. And... Come, yeah, come yeah. get down with the hot with the hardcore flat trackers over here. And see right. What I think ultimately what it'll end up being for me is I will root for Ducati, and when Ducati wins, I will be happy. Yeah, right. You don't Lorenzo completely irrelevant. When yeah. Ducati wins, if I will a be red happy. bike wins, right. you will be happy. You don't <laughs> just because you're you're a fan of the mark, you're not a fan of Lorenzo. Yeah. Yep. You know, and you don't need to be, and that's part of the thing. If you're being a fan of someone or something, it's because you identify and you like what it is. Yeah, I'll root for Dovey to beat him every single week. Oh, right? I'm, and I'll I'm, root for. Uh, yeah. Or if they had kept, um, oh, now I'm gonna drop play. Uh, yeah, Anone. Yep. If they kept Anone, mm-hmm. um, you know, same thing. I'd be rooting for him every week to beat yeah. him. Now that being said, 
if that's the case, I may root for Jorge to get second and then to get first. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's <laughs> Iannone's on Suzuki with Espargaro with the yeah. And then um, Maverick on the Yamaha is going to be fun next year. Maverick is going to be Maverick's going to – it's one of these – hopefully Maverick will realize just keep your nose clean for two years. Yes. Just sit there and wait till Rossi – because Rossi's going to retire at the end of the contract. He's going to. So let, this, let Rossi run his contract out, learn everything you can from him, and then drop the bomb on him and be done with it. Right. And in all honesty – And grow a personality. Oh, Maverick, Maverick. He's got one, but I'm just saying. No, it's the sponsorship and everything. Suck it all out all of it. Yeah. I'm just saying, he's got the personality, but he needs to let it shine more. Because, I mean, that was one of the things off the racetrack that drew people to Rossi, that drew people to Simoncelli. Yeah. It's, it, it, because off the track, he was he was fun. Yeah. Well, see, the thing the, the thing about it, like, you have the – when Marquez first showed up mm-hmm. and just waxed everybody, won the championship his rookie year, everybody fell in love with him because he's a good kid. He's fast. You had all the pictures when he was a kid. They have a picture of him and Nikki. Mm-hmm. Nikki won the championship, and Mark's just standing there with her. Like, Marquez looks like he's two. But everybody fell in love with that. Then the all spat last year, blah, blah, blah. But with, um, who was the Moto 2 rider that got killed? Oh, sure. yeah. Um, what was the Tito Rod? Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll say that in a minute. But when that guy, when they lost him, Marquez and Rossi seem to bury the hatchet. Like, look, we're gonna race each other hard, but none of this other crap. Because he got that got out of hand. Yeah. And you're never. And I guarantee you this: you're never gonna beat Rossi off the track. No. It's never gonna happen. You might as well just not even try. Just you win, dude. But we'll see how it goes. But one other interesting thing that happened this weekend: Jonathan Ray won the first back-to-back World Superbike Championship in the last for the last 17 years. Awesome. So he went back to back. Johnny Ray. Johnny Ray. I will say that he is a well deserved champion. Yes. He put the hard miles in on lesser bikes and he's finally gotten it in <coughs> Honda. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember back when he was riding that Tenkate uh oh, God. CBR. Dude, the oh, I remember seeing him on And I remember looking at that bike going, that's what I want my CBR to be like. <laughs> when it grows up. Yeah, when it whatever. <laughs> Fine yeah, pay for the Tenkate cams and Right. I just I'm happy for I'm happy for him. Next season's gonna be neat just for sure fact because Nikki was Nikki was fifth in the points. Mm-hmm. Nikki's fifth overall championship. Never been on the bike. Yep. Never been some of these racetracks, and he's getting used to steel brakes and riding super bike. Yeah. This new bike they got Carbon coming. Brakes. Woo, I cannot wait for next year. That and hopefully Suzuki will put somebody on a bike next year. Right. Well, we already so. going into this. We said <laughs> it. He won't be champion this year. No. But he'll make a good show in his he'll, first he'll, season. He'll win a race. He won't race. Well, really his rookie or is it his rookie? It's his, ro- it's his rookie World Superbike year. Okay. He, never, he ran a wild card at Laguna yeah. back in 2002? Mm-hmm. 2001? It was 2001 because he didn't win the, cause he won the championship in 2002. Um, and he's like, I followed Haga through the corkscrew, and that's the same line I've used for the rest of my career. So, it's just... I'm excited to see him on that new CBR because I, yeah. I love that bike. I yeah. really like that bike I, a lot. I can't wait to see. I tell you what, I do not love a whole lot is what? the new GSXR 1000. What? How do you not like that bike? Really? I like. Maybe it'll grow on me because the current 600. While I still do not think it is the best looking 600 they've had, it no. grew on me a lot after after yeah. it came out. Um, I do not like what they did with the front end. It looks to me like they took the bike they had. 
and they basically just wiped it clean, took the headlight out. Put two little LED strips there to, to compete with the Yamaha look that's going on. And then took the Matt Mladen bike out of 0405 that they had and just stuck that headlight in the front end. True. It's kind and, of funny that you say this, because to me, the rear end of that bike is, looks unfinished. To me, okay. Let's 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 ask this question: When does the Suzuki ever actually look finished, except from like the 05 GSC Tour 1000? Louis Salom. All right, Louis Salom. Salom. That's where we lost. Okay. Anyway, um, sorry we forgot yeah, that. Going back to that. Braveheart. But anyway. But yeah. Uh, but when does the Suzuki GS, uh, Suzuki ever look finished? I'm, Other than 05 GSC Tour 1000. Well, and you know, every everything after that kind of looked the same. Yeah, well, so, it was the same bike. Yeah, except for the the jump from 06 to 07 was a little bit different redo, and then from 07 to now, it's pretty much an evolution. Right. So I don't know. That, to me, that's my biggest complaint with the way it looks. Oh, I can't wait. Again, to see I'm just I, looking at it. Oh, I would I I'm excited for the new Jixer. I am too. If they bring a new 750 out the next year or two, I would be really excited. I'm kind of afraid for the 750, to be honest. No, I'm not. They will always... Oh, no, not that I think it's a bad idea. No, I, I love the 750. They'll I just, have it. I'm, never do I just hope so, because I think it would be a bad idea for them to get rid of well, that. See, seven, the set, like we had, like we were talking a while back, the 750 and the 959 are such good street bikes mm-hmm. because they don't have to follow rules. Race rules. Yeah. They can build the bike build to be a, a great street bike. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't mind an 899. 135 horsepower, stiff. Why not? Because they can. Because they can. Yeah. yeah, who cares? Build a good sport bike. Who cares about what it does on a racetrack unless it's a track day? Right. I rode it. And I loved it. A 750? No, the, the 899. 899? Really? Like, uh, sorry, hang on. No, not the 899. I rode the 959. Yeah, I remember yeah. you said Yeah, I remember you said yeah. yeah, we got the picture of it. Yep. But it, uh, amazing how smooth yeah. these new bikes are getting mm-hmm. with the fuel delivery and pulling out oh, and, yeah. and the clutch actuation. They don't, and in a way, it's it's nice and it kind of is sanitized. Yeah, because you you have that old Ducati spirit. Yeah, and and not just Ducatis. Now a lot of your old V twins and your Italian bikes had their quirks. But it was kind of what you got used to it, and it kind of felt like it was kind of what made the bike what it was. Kind of like the hyper, kind of like an or an air cooled horse or something, you know. And you got, again, you guys keep saying quirks and character. I just hear it's not running today. That's it, what I hear. But then again, <laughs> my biggest complaint from what I wrote again, I only spent a few minutes on yeah. inner saddle. But when I rode the Baroness, that was the one thing that I thought most about. It. It's like, wow, it's a cool bike. It's fast. It's very it's German. comfortable. But she's got no soul. It's, she's a ginger. She's very, she's very German. She's got she's no very soul. Clinical, but yeah. you have, but it's one of those things with her. With, with, I love how I'm talking about about it like this. But with her, you have to sit there and you literally to understand and get the character out of an S1000R. You have to have your hair on fire. Well, you I, have to be flying again. I spent yeah, 10 you spent ten minutes on it. On it you know. One of these um, days, we're actually going to get out and ride. Hopefully, maybe the 19th, it's not cold. Right. The three of us will actually be able to meet up and get out and go play. Right. But it's just... I'm but not kidding you. Then again, so I also fun. did highly con- think about buying one you here did. recently. You so, did. So, again, it wasn't that bad. No. But 
like you were saying, it's smoother and it's very precise. It, it, it felt a like lot you of, took an RC51 yeah. and put yeah. it in the chassis it needed to be in. Yeah, right. And just refined it yeah. because it, it had that fluidity about it. You just said RC51. I just really read a really neat article. Again, PB. I'm a PB nerd. And I love PB. It's the only motorcycle magazine I buy. Back in when they were still racing them, mm-hmm. if you could find the part number, you could order an RC51 SPL from HRC, and it was one part number. Really? You could order it directly from there. Came in. Oh. It's the it's as close to a factory world superbike you could have gotten off wow. off a shelf. Wow. And it's they found it in. Like the, the company bought it, and they ran it in eight hours of endurance, eight hours of Suzuka with Colin and Valentino. That and then it ended up back over in Japan, racing the world champ, the Japanese championship for a year or two. Then it kind of bounced around. And they found it. The company, a shop in England, found it, bought it sight unseen, huh. just from a couple of pictures. And they were like, "We don't know what this is exactly. We have an idea." So they got it, and they're looking at it, and they're going. Oh my God! We—it's an SPL. It was the SPL, and then there was a WSP. I think is what it was called, where you couldn't get it. Huh? But yeah, there was—it was one part number from HRC, and you send them that part number. And you could order it from a dealer. Huh. You could show up at a dealer with this part number, order this part number, and they would send you an RC51. Wow! Huh? It was insane. I was like, Oh my God! How crazy is that? Right. You know, honestly, I think what we need to do just for fun is we need to do a couple of uh, YouTube videos talking about specific bikes just the one bike at a time i'm down that's fine with me history lessons psychology 101 psychology 101 and i think we need to talk about the rc we need to talk about the 996 we need to talk about if you're gonna do it you have to do 916 we'll start with the 916 we'll just go through the whole yeah family have have either one of you seen the new the last massimo tamborini bike the t12 i have i have have you seen this thing Oh my God! This is definitely a Powerball. I would be ordering this on top of. I'd order this. I'd pay my house off. I'd pay all my family stuff off. You and I'd be ordering this bike. This is the. He would take it up the butt. Oh get no! no, no, no. This is the all three of them at the same time. All right. My, the Tamborini T12. Utterly gorgeous. The way they did the shock. Mm-hmm. The way they designed the shock. They asked Owens to go in there and do, do something different with it mm-hmm. and Luca Catalora was the test rider on it and he didn't ask it he never asked for anything to change and this is the guy who could look, literally ride the bike and go I need you to drop the foot pegs by 7 millimeters and he didn't ask to change anything mm-hmm. that's a pretty it's like, a, it's like an extra spring in the shock body or something like it's inside internally oh. in the shock body they liked it so much they're doing it for 2017 with GP wow. But it's utterly, it's the last thing he ever designed. It's got a BMW, it's got an S1000 double R motor in it. It's like right now they're giving you the full fat world superbike motor. And then eventually it will give, they will give you a uh, super world super stock motor. But the, cra- the cool thing is they got a hold of BMW to try and get motors. And they ended up, BMW didn't really do it at first. So they were sitting there working with it. They got the bike done. They met with BMW. They met with them first. And then they met with BMW first, and then they flew all the designers and everybody over second. And they looked at it and they go, "You can have the motors," huh. they, because BMW as a company can't do a big custom like that with a right. double R. So they're like, "Here, we will let you have this if you do this for a heritage brand kind of thing." Huh. And it's just it's 
utterly gorgeous. Yes, yes it is. Tim Rini T12 is definitely... Well, I mean, it's going to be expensive as hell. True. But it's going to be RC211V, RC213V money. Right. I would but care. worth it. <laughs> oh, it'd be worth every penny. I mean, look at how many designs he's built. Uh, how many iconic And bikes. not even, like, the stuff that... I was In that same article, they were they were interviewing his son because his son is the one that finished it. Because he just... Because Massimo mm-hmm. passed away of lung cancer. Right. Um, tell him about it because he was working at MV at the time, and MV back in 2000 had really hit it hard financially, which is, imagine that, an Italian company having a hard time mm-hmm. financial problem. Harley so, bought them again. Oh, yeah, Harley got, got rid of them. But he gets a, uh, a phone call or something from like, the guy running Aprilia trying to poach him off MV. And he actually helped, Tamarini actually helped start restart MV. So he's sitting there, he goes and has the meeting with Aprilia, and the guy, the boss from Aprilia gives him a number, and says, this is your signing bonus, this is a check, fill in what you want, this is what it is. And he stops him right there, and he goes, look, I'm here, because I wanted to say this to your face, not over the phone, because I'm going to you know, respect you here, because I, I appreciate this, but I'm going to show tell you why I can. He goes, and the banks were really coming after him hard. He goes, the only reason why the banks have not foreclosed on MV is because I'm still there. I could take this and I would be okay. But if I left, the banks would shut down MV and I would have 400 families that would work. I can't leave that. I'm, if I am responsible for more than me, I am responsible for 400 families. And so he stayed there and stuck with it and he stayed at MV and he got it off the turn. So he is beyond just the the best designer for the prettiest bike. Oh, yeah. He's just... They, He's just a great yeah, person. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a man right there. You know? <clears throat> but anyway. Yeah, so I think we need to start that series. Yes, I'm down. We just got to figure out a way to, when to do it. Hey, I, it was cool just seeing our video intro today. Yeah, so. that was cool. Yeah. But, so anyway. <laughs> I need more reasons to use it. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll, we'll start developing that. We'll talk about yeah. the bikes we need to talk about. Yeah, I think so, too. And then, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's kind of it. There really hasn't been a whole lot of news. I haven't been a whole lot, just world. because it's November, well, it's November now, and nobody yeah. really wants to talk about yeah. all the bikes are kind of done. We're gonna, everything's going to start hitting the dealers here. The dealers We're here not going to really have anything to say until no. we have new bikes to see. Yeah. Once that, I'm not kidding you, once the CBR and the GSXR hit the, hit the showroom, yeah. call me. I'm on, I was like, I am on the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. March, I, I think they, what they said March, April, probably Let's March. See. They got to get it out for Bike Week, right? Um, or it'll be right after Bike Week because they're gonna do the yeah, official US launch. Then. That's true. So, but uh, next week we do have our guests coming in. Yes, uh, Tyler. Gentry. Tyler's gonna be back. Yep, he'll be back again, um, talking more about uh, his uh, apparel line ambition and just. Seeing I need to get some stickers because we, oh, we can put some stickers on the race bike when I get it. Well, done. we need a bunch of stuff. I need. Yeah, one of these days when life's not in the way, I'll actually start making stuff. You again. need to get. We'll I talk got, about that later. I got shirts I got to make. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about I need to start getting perks out to our Patreon yeah. uh, supporters. We need to uh, get. Patreon.com backslash Wingman's Garage. Yes. Uh, oh, one more thing. Did we talk about the shout-out we got? No. Go well, ahead. Shout-out. Thank you so much. Uh, motorcycles and Misfit, Misfits. Um, we talk about to, you guys all the time. We talk time, about you obviously. guys all the time. We are fans. Um, due to our support, I guess, is what we, the best way to describe yes. it. We got on Cat's Cast. Yep. Which was that's pretty cool. Yep. And then Liza, now we yep. now know that you listen. And Doug. So, hi, Liza and Doug. Thank yep. you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. I kind of pooped a little bit when I saw Liza. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen. me too. 
We got kind of pooped. Uh, but um, it's kind of odd that yeah. I, again, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. No, you haven't. Doug and I actually kind of uh, came from the same hometown, um, which is back in creepy. Hawaii, which is really interesting, and I'm sure somewhere along the lines we yeah. crossed paths before. So we probably that's have. pretty cool. But and then, yeah, uh, yeah, nothing but love for you guys. Absolutely, we love you, Emma. We uh, we send you a bottle of gin, but. Most of us, are, actually all of us, are taken and... Uh, oh, no, no, Emma, how about than this? To, if, than to send you a bottle of gin and mess with your heart. No, so. Emma, we will send you a bottle of gin, but I need to know, we need to know if you are anti-moonshine. Because if you're not anti-moonshine, we can send you some shine, baby. <laughs> Trust me, we will send you some stuff. Oh, Somehow, yes. some way, we'll get, a, we'll get a jar of shine out to you. But... Anyway, I'm going to say we call it a night because it's almost nine, 8 o'clock. And yeah, I'm and I've got the 60-mile trek back. Yeah. Home. So, uh, yeah, I guess we will call this episode 27. 20, are we going to call it 27? Mm, yes, that's sure, chronologically that's where it's okay, at. Okay, fine. Let's not confuse anybody. Well, any more than we already Because it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> but, anyway. Uh, we'll check you all out next time. Again, as always, um, we can be reached via all the social media. Uh, Except Twitter. We don't tweet. No, we're on Twitter. Are we on Twitter? Just, I never, I'm not on Twitter. Every time I post, it goes right to Twitter. I'm not But on I rarely Twitter. ever actually tweet to Twitter directly. I'm never on Twitter. But yeah, Wingman's Garage, uh, Instagram, Everywhere. Facebook. Yeah, pretty much everything. Uh, no email, but you can also... Uh, the, be, uh, just direct messages on Facebook. Email is still available. It's chris at wingmansgarage.com. Um, the original one disappeared. And... Uh, Unless we start using it, we're going to lose our 2625 Go Ride. So, give us a call. 2625 Go Ride. Leave us a message. Say hello. Tell us we suck. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Leave us a review on iTunes. Yes, please. Please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. Tell us what we need to do better. And also on Patreon, um, there will be some perks going out to people who are subscribing here very, very soon. Finally. Um, But I think we've chattered enough going on 50 minutes here, so... This is Chris the Wingman. Tyler the Hoogan. Daniel the Track Rat. And Rachel's on her phone, so don't mind her. And the Rachel. See, there we go. Wow. Impressive. That was a four. <laughs> so, saying goodnight. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Later. Did you bitches? I can't. It's just a child around. They're not looking. Ah, no. Bye.